I'm going to go straight in today. Are you going straight in? I was, I was going to say, you'll be pleased to know that... Um, well, actually, it's a good job that you're not here in, in my studio because I haven't had them for a while. I hate you right now. French fries, cheese and onion. Oh. Right, let's come back to that in a minute. I'm Al, that's JK, and this is the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Coming up, we're talking about hormones. Woo! Yes, that's it. We're tackling the brave subject of our partner's hormones. Plus, we've got a confession from another dad who is perhaps in the most enviable, enviable position of all. And JK's got more tech. Shh, don't tell your mum. All that and more coming up on the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Why do you want to go back to, to cheese and onion french fries? I don't. I, I didn't think that would be a big subject we would cover today on the podcast, especially being a dad podcast. Yeah, because... I am on a health kick. Oh, are you? Do you want some? Yeah. Oh, ah, smell get them. out of it. You- oh, cheese and onion. I can literally smell them. Shall I tell you what happened? I was doing, um, I was filming something and there were some photos taken of me in the, in, like in shot. In situ. And I just looked huge. Right? Can you share these pictures was, with me? <laughs> just well, I well I showed them to Jenna. She's like, really? There's a lot worse photos of you out there. <laughs> I was like, thanks, Jenna. <laughs> but, but, but then I um, anyway, I was really just just unhappy. Like, it's definitely, I'm I'm not too overweight, really, on the you know, relatively. But for me personally, I wasn't very happy. And at the same time, a guy that I know on Instagram called Murphy has gone through a 12 week transformation, and my God. You could grate cheese on his body. Yeah. It is unreal. So I and I, so I basically shared this, and he was like, well, look, do you want me to help you out? Like, do you want me to tell you about how what I did is a 12-week thing, so it's not forever. And I was like, yeah, go for it. Anyway, so I started doing it, and he's given me, like, a new diet and meal plans and stuff like that, which at the moment I'm a week in, and I have been following. Mm. Oh my god, I'm hungry. Yeah, I bet you are. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm not quite sure if this will this will you know spur you on or if if you'll just go. I'll I'll, I'll sh- shut up, you dick. It'll either be one or the other. But you, the thing is, right? You've got to be ready to do this first of all. That's that's the first yes. thing. Okay, in your mind, you've got to be ready to do it. Secondly, you say it's a twelve week thing, but that surely um, is is not a good place to start because yes, it is a twelve week thing. So are you going to say after twelve weeks you're going to go and get? And I don't think you are fat at all. But are you going to go back to how you were, as in eating, as in drinking? This is the thing. You say it's a twelve week thing, but it's not. It's a continuous thing. Well, Yes, but what he says is that it it will take 12 weeks for your habits and your mentality to change. Okay. And from then, so but but you need to give it 12 weeks for that for those, you know, for your bad habits to, you know, get broken and all this kind of stuff. And then after 12 weeks, you won't go back to it because your mentality will have changed and you'll see the benefits and so your whole approach to eating and dieting and you know what your your exercise routines and things will have changed in 12 weeks. Now, when we used to record this in the Global Studios in, in Leicester Square in London, you and I used to meet 
at Charing Cross, and we would we would sort of you'd <laughs> be, either you'd be waiting for douche. me or I'd be waiting for you. And the first thing that you would do is go right. I'm hungry. Right. Do you want a sandwich? Uh, I'd go. Oh, and, 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 do you know? What? I think I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm okay. And you go. All right then. Well, if you're not having a sandwich, I won't have a sandwich. I'm going to go and get a pasty. That that was <laughs> that was always your way of thinking. <laughs> oh, now these God. are the habits that you've got to break. You know, if, for instance, there's a McDonald's exactly. right next to Charing Cross Station in London. Yeah. And yeah. the saver menu. I mean, a triple cheeseburger now is only two pounds seventeen. Like that, oh, I'd, I'd prefer to go for that than I would to go to Marks and Spencers and get a healthier sandwich. Because eight, yeah. I think it's better value for money. And blah blah blah. Yeah. These are the habits that we've got to break. Alcohol. What are you doing there? Exactly. Um, so with alcohol, I'm not. I'm not drinking at all at the minute. Not one bit. And, and actually, interestingly, we our previous guest from a couple of weeks ago, Spencer Matthews, he's released a, because he's now teetotal, and he's released a range of no gin gin. called It's called the, the Clean Liquor Company. And it's it's really good. Like, I wouldn't realise that I'm not drinking gin. But what's the point? But it's, so it's like, well, because it's the taste. And also it's the habit. Like, I'll sit down in the evening, I'll stick Netflix on, and I'll, I'll want to have a drink. It doesn't actually matter what the drink is. I'll just, will be, the habit is to nibble something and drink something. So a no gin gin is exactly the same as a gin gin. No, it's not, because you don't get that lovely, warm, fuzzy feeling after you've drank it. <laughs> and the headache the next day. And that's no, what, but that's what I'm saying. It's, it's the, the, what I'm reliant on is not the alcohol or the food, it's the habit. I'm reliant on the habit. And then you need to break the habit. I'm totally the opposite. So, yeah. Really? I'm reliant on that warm, fuzzy feeling. That's what I like. Okay. When I open, well, that's another issue. When, when I open up the Amazon app and go, oh, I'm feeling all warm and fuzzy and generous. I'm going to buy yeah. myself that. Ding! Oh, I see. Into oh, basket. That's what it is. Now, okay, yeah. well, one more thing, because on a serious note, this does really sort of... Um, this fits perfectly within this podcast, which is about dads. And without doubt, I think the last time I, I managed to get fit, uh, was probably two or three years ago, something like that. And I lost a shed load. I managed to get a six pack. I was working out in the garden. Uh, one of my friends from my hometown called uh, Andy, he sent some videos and stuff. And it was a lovely, it was that sort of summer we had. And I was doing the kettlebells and stuff out in the garden. But since then, life has got a bit more full on being a dad. So, you know, Luna got older. And that's the thing that I'm struggling with. How are you coping with day-to-day dadness and life in general, family life, and still trying to fit in the exercise and the commitment? Yeah, that's that's the hardest thing. But I also find it an excuse. So one thing I'm doing is, have you heard of the um, the Sally challenge? Nope. You know that song, bring Sally up, bring Sally down. Nope. <laughs> it's Moby. It's the Moby song. Right, okay. It's Flower by Moby. Anyway, there's a, there's a challenge that you do where you do press-ups. Bring Sally up, you push up, bring Sally down, you hold it like in the plank. Anyway, it's like three and a half minutes. I'm doing that daily. And if you can't find three and a half minutes a day, then you are making excuses because everyone's got three and a half Hang minutes. Hang on a second. I try and call you or speak to you all the blooming time. You're like, ah, oh, busy. Can I do it in about, can I do it later on? Can I do it then? Can I do it then? That's, that's more just a choice, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my Sally's. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so I can't talk to you. You can't talk to me because you're, you're doing Sally. I'm doing Sally. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> um, and um, she's brutal, by the way. I, I can imagine she's brutal. <laughs> she sounds it. Yeah, doesn't she? 
She's not a gentle lover. I wouldn't mess sure. with her. Up, um, she's up and down like her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which brings us on to hormones a little later. Um, no, and then and then I'm also I'm playing football once a week. I'm trying to go for a cycle once a week, and Jen and I are doing a class together once a week. So. You know, we're, I guess we're supporting each other. I play football at nine o'clock in the evening, so the kids are in bed. Um, you know, it's not ideal, but obviously the kids are in bed, so that's better than going out at seven. Perfect time. And then, perfect time. Do you know what play. I mean? So it's it's not too bad. So, you know, there are ways around it. Also, interestingly, Jen said this to me the other day. She's like, that fo- when you had saw that photo, that was that's what tipped you over the mm. edge. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, are you aware that Ted has been calling you fatso for the last year? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it took a photo and, all, and actually an all right photo to tip you over the edge like like the, the fact that your son is like tapping you on the stomach and saying daddy we need to do something about your fat belly like, <laughs> <laughs> surely that's the catalyst for change <laughs> no no this photo you, you're right there you <laughs> do in denial. you do try and find excuses uh, we've got um We've got our dog coming in about. Did I tell, have I told you about this? We're getting a pup. Have I told you? You're getting a new dog? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Amazing. I, again, maybe, maybe. It should, actually, should we leave this for the next episode? Should we leave? We'll come back onto that in the next episode. I'll, I'll tell you the reason why, as a dad, as a family, and, and, and Charlie is the mum, we've. We have decided to get another dog because I didn't want one for a long time. If you remember, I was like, "No, yeah. let's have a break." So, um, and it has been quite soon, hasn't it? it? It's it like, this is rel- it's within six months, right? Well, yeah, I think March was it March? We lost Isla, our, oh, yeah. uh, our lovely yellow yeah. lab. Yeah, so it's it's been, but it's not been bloody it's easy not. either. Trust me. No. But I'll explain all next week. Sorry about that. Right? Should we do a confession? Yeah, let's do it. Um, but firstly, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can do that at thedadsnet.com or on social media at thedadsnet or at JK Jason King. We love to hear from you, so please do get in touch in any way, shape, or form. Confession next. Welcome back. You join us in the confessional to hear the embarrassing, the shameful, and the unforgivable stories of parenting at its very worst. We've had some good ones over the last couple of weeks. So, and this is my worry. The worry is when the content is good and it's consistently good, there will become a, you know, there will come a time where it literally falls off the edge and it's a bit shit. So well, uh, not today, my friend. Uh, yes. Yes. (laughs) In fact, we're going up. I mean, we've had some good ones. This one is insane. I'm intrigued. Okay. And I'll tell you why it's insane because as people are listening, as dads are listening and I specify dads because I know we have lots of mum listeners but as dads are listening to this you're going to be in two minds you're going to be thinking my god how lucky is this dad at the same time as going oh my god I haven't that, that has completely blown my mind I don't know what I would do in that situation it's unbelievable wow let's let's crack on let's do it here we go so this is from uh, a guy called DW. So he, this guy's staying well anonymous. Yes. Right. Dear JK and Al, this confession is like none other, hence why I'm staying completely anonymous. I'm not sure if I'm looking for forgiveness or advice, but I thought I would just share the story with you. My son has just started primary school. Obviously, due to COVID-19, we haven't had the usual processes in terms of meeting the teacher and other parents. But during a Zoom session that we did have, I recognised one of the other mums, but I had no idea from where. Now, we're in full swing of dropping off and collecting 
and we're starting to meet some of the other parents. I only do one or two of the drop-offs, but last week I saw this mum again and it suddenly hit me. She's a porn star and what? I've watched all of her videos. Yeah, this, is, <laughs> this is made up. This isn't real. I'm just saying, this is what came in. You are kidding me. <laughs> so, But wait. At the school gates, he recognised a porn star. Yeah. What? Yeah. Hang on. Whoa, 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 no, whoa, whoa, whoa. How does he know about a porn star? Well, this is the thing. This is the thing. He says he's watched her videos. Well, I don't what? think that school gate, she's going to be all dolled up like a porn star. She's not going to be like wearing lingerie. But, you know, but he must. So he must have watched enough to recognise her this much. He says it, it gets worse. My wife has no idea who she is or more importantly, what she does and has since swapped numbers and wants us to all go for a socially distant walk in the park with the kids <laughs> what do i do how what when where why i don't think i will be able to ever make eye contact with her plus she is proper fit i'm not sure as i said i'm not sure what i'm confessing here but anything you can offer i'll take <laughs> oh my god this is just amazing isn't it oh i mean when as soon as you started like literally talking about it all i had in my head was i was literally just yeah give it yeah like you know what i mean yeah can you like that must be like everywhere she walked like this has got that theme tune behind her (laughs) what go on quickly that is it is insane explain her walking in the school gates gone Come on. Right, come on, Jimmy. It's time to drop you off at school. (laughs) (laughs) Have a nice day. Bye, Mummy. (laughs) Who's the daddy? It's it's wrong on so many levels. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, right. So, um, lots of questions. Like, I I refer you back to my my previous question. He obviously watches her a lot to recognise her. Probably in... I imagine, again, I don't know these sort of porn stars, but I imagine she was probably... She had long blonde hair in a in a uh, ponytail with a cap on uh she was probably in gym gear and the high heels were swapped for um some sort of maybe yeezys or some air max or some air max (laughs) yeah yeah probably air max so but he managed to recognize her and she had glasses on as well because she obviously doesn't want to be recognized especially at the school gates but he still managed to net no wrong phrase still managed to notice her (laughs) <laughs> he, he probably he, it probably clicked when she bent over to pick up his her kid's water bowl <laughs> I recognise that ass. <laughs> oh you've just dropped your banana out of your lunchbox yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the face I mean like the, the trouble is are you, like, are you trying to say she, now, she's, she's bending over picking up the lunchbox is <laughs> that <laughs> It's, the, the trouble is, like, what I don't think, what I have never really stopped long enough to consider is that these these people who work in this very, you know, professional industry, they also do have lives. Like, yeah, they still go to Tesco's and they still do take their kids to school and whatever else. But you just don't, I don't know, you just don't think about it, do you? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, it is unreal. What, what would you do? Would you go for a walk with? I mean, I think. Would you? What would you do? Would no, you, I think no, I'd no. tell my wife. Yeah, that, the first thing I'd do is say, "Oh, by the way, I, I, someone, someone at the school gates told me that she's a porn star, <laughs> but I've someone. never seen it." 
<laughs> Someone at the school gates has told me that she's yeah. a porn One star, of the but, other dads. But I, I, I don't know. Are you sure? Have you been doing any sort of... Um, <laughs> have you been investigating? Yeah, yeah r- rumour has it that she has a, a slightly unusual career. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so that's the first hurdle that you have to sort out is how you yeah. tell your wife that she's a porn star, probably without saying that you've watched her material. Um, yeah. So that's the first thing. Do you then go on... Well, my God, I would say, yeah. It, it fascinates me. I would love to know more mm. about the industry and what it's like. You know, but then how do you yeah. have those conversations? Sorry, no, no, that's not, that's not the right way of thinking. I'd love to just go and meet up and have <laughs> just general chit-chat and be normal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's one of those... Like, do you think... I'm sure I heard it somewhere. I don't know where it was. I think it was on, like some kind of Louis Theroux documentary or something like that, where they, they, so, cause I think he was in, he was, he did this session in the porn industry. I'm sure it was this one. He did this session where he was interviewing people from the porn industry. And they were saying that actually it's a very hard industry because you can't really have a social life mm. because people just think that you're going to steal their boyfriends or steal their girlfriends and how actually like forming any kind of friendship and relationships is very difficult to do. And like from that point of view, you kind of, well, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt and actually let, okay, maybe we should make an effort to befriend this. Like they are a person that just does porn. (laughs) (laughs) You're the kind of guy that used to go into a strip joint and go, I'll save you. I'll get you education. Here you go. I'll take you away from this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I've never been in a strip strip joint until very, fairly recently. I had uh, like a belated stag do and we were in Brighton and we were all quite pissed and one in particular and three of us, one of them said, oh, come on, let's go and find a strip club up Brighton High Street. And we got to the front doors and they wouldn't let us in because they said, your mate, my mate was too drunk. I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> anyway, so that was the only time I've ever come close to getting in a strip joint. That's probably the wrong phrase to use, actually. But um, that, that's absolutely <laughs> fine. Now, actually, so I don't know if this is for another episode. Did, did you know the, well, like, one of the first sort of TV shows that I ever did? Have, have I ever told you about that? Do you remember a channel called Men and Motors? Yes, I yeah. do. And uh, my friends used to tell me to watch it, but I didn't have Sky or Freeview, wherever it was. My very first TV show that I ever did was on Men and Motors, and it was called Playboys. Really? <laughs> me and my mate Joel, that I used to do the radio show with, yeah. And basically, we worked alongside a load of strippers in Manchester. That's where we filmed it. So, what was the what was the premise of the of the? It was show? gadgets and boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> Let's start a new podcast. Yeah. Gadgets and boobs. And Actually, we was, can't do podcasts because you can't see anything. You'd review tech a bit like <laughs> JK's got new tech. Yeah. Definitely don't tell your mum. <laughs> so you used to review them and the whole of the end gag was that the, the, the girls would get topless. And that was my very first TV show. I mean, I'm surprised like, that I managed to get to do kids TV and BBC yeah. Radio 1. I'm like, what? It, it sounds to me like that's like the perfect amalgamation of um, Top Gear, FHM, and what's that gadget, and the gadget show. That's exactly what they were going for. Wow. Yeah. Genius. I'm proud. Why is that still running? 
Um, uh, sexism, I imagine, uh, stereotypeness. Um, or, uh, I had two handsome young men, two, you know, presenting. No, no, it had two young men. <laughs> Didn't I mean it, it was a bit one-sided? <laughs> believe me. Uh, all right, fair enough. Uh, so what That's do we do? Um, I, I think this is a straightforward forgiven, isn't it? I mean, he's, I think he's forgiven for watching enough porn to be able to recognise someone on the, I mean, the school. It's, school it's normal as long as it's all done in the right, you know, in the right way. It's it's healthy. Yeah. It's fine. He, yeah. he might not watch a lot of porn. He might just watch a lot of one actress's porn. He has a favourite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems to be um, calling that one quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think probably we're just gonna have to say, yeah, kind of forgive him and good luck. <laughs> and good luck if your uh, if your wife does become best mates with the porn star. Good luck yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. Let us know how it unfolds, mate. Yeah. Well, if you have a, a confession or a secret, remember that a problem shared is a problem halved. <laughs> so you can send us your confessions. On the, I'll keep going. I was just getting I into my... I uh, can't play too much of it because we'll be done for copyright. So. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, if you go, Yeah, just get in touch. If you want to get on the podcast, get in touch. Um, dadsnet.com forward slash confessions or at the dadsnet on any social media. Or you can message at JK Jason King. Coming up next, we're going to be talking about problems when you're working from home. Mm. On the radio show the other day, we did a thing which was basically working from home problems. And we've discussed this on on this podcast as well. At the time of recording this, uh, Boris has basically said, um, stay at home. No, go to work. No, stay at home. Don't stay at home. Go to work. Don't go to work. Stay. So we're in the he's basically now saying, if you can work from home, work from home. Um, so have you uh, you always work from home anyway. So you won't really have these sort of problems, will you? Well, <laughs> Actually, just now I need to be a little bit. Before you answer this question, can we just quickly talk about the um, what Boris did over the uh, last couple of days? Now, uh, what uh, the memes that do the rounds is always what I think the greatest thing that's come out of this pandemic and our what I believe personal opinion here, shoddy government is the memes that come round straight after. I mean, y- you can do a press conference and literally within five minutes after they start coming out you've seen the one of um the one with a picture of boris which says start early drink stronger drink faster you've seen that one yeah 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 <laughs> what's the other one that i saw oh yeah the other one i saw doing the rounds was um march 2020 clap with your neighbor september 2020 snitch on your neighbor <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are yeah. just fantastic. Have you yeah. seen the evolution? Well, of like, the, it's, it's, have, have you seen the evolution of the human face with our ears are bigger because of masks? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. I've seen, um, I've seen one as well. <clears throat> People saying August, go out, eat out, help out, and then in September, go out, be back by ten. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because remember, coronavirus. Spend all your money before ten. <laughs> coronavirus doesn't exist. It doesn't exist after ten pm. You're okay. You, know, you no. can only get it. Before well, it doesn't 10. exist. Yeah, but it doesn't exist in pubs anyway because they've got those little cash machines, haven't they? And anywhere, anywhere where there's money, it doesn't doesn't infect, does it? Oh yeah, that's the, yeah. Good. Of course, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, you know. yeah. Card machines and and cash tills. You, you can't get coronavirus yeah. if one of those no. is actually in your on in or on your premises. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. Basically, a vaccine, isn't it? Anyway, um, back to work. But yes, home, yeah. I so 
I, I, we have, so as a teacher, obviously I didn't work from home. Then when we left, I worked from home for about three years. And as, as dad's net got like grew and I had to work more and harder and, you know, more, you know, it's just more, a bit more intense. Jen and I's relationship started to dwindle crack when it came, yeah, when it came to working together. Yeah. And, um, and then a couple of years ago, we got a grant from Facebook and they were like, what are you going to do from the, with the grant? And I was like, I'm going to get an office. I <laughs> need I tell an you office. What, like, yeah. I'm joking. Like basically Jen and I just have very different approaches to how we work. I'm a much more of a macro overall strategy, visionary thinker, and she's much more like details. So whereas I'm like, right, let's do this. Bitch, bad, bosh. Oh, that's done. She's like, no, 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 we need to do it properly. We need to do it half an hour longer. And I'm like, nah, let's just let's get it out. It's fine. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. So really, clash quite a lot from that point of view and getting an office did save us because in in the best relationships you still need a bit of space and we were living together we were raising the kids together we were working together we were going out together we were doing everything together and having the office gave us a little bit of space so working from home is not easy just from a partner point of view let alone a kid point of view okay well some of the um some of the actual calls that we got on the radio show regarding working from home especially when you have a family uh were fantastic i'm going to take two of the calls that we took and these are both uh women you can hear from lucy and nicole so um lucy's working from home sort of problems uh were based on this hi lucy hello <laughs> okay so we're talking about working from home problems because a lot of people obviously now are working from home um so what what sort of problems have, have you come across um well we're potty training my son um and i was on a client call and he shouted really loudly and you know what the smart face speakers are like you can hear everything you might as well be on loudspeaker you can hear him now as well yeah. and uh he shouted, Mum, I've done a huge pooch you want to see. Um, when I was on the phone, actually with a potential investor um, in my company. So, yeah, that was, that was interesting. What did you do at that point, though? Did you just kind of look around and, and, and give him the evils? or <laughs> I was saying sort of like stand still and don't do anything. You know when you're trying, you put them to bed yeah. and you try and sneak out of the room and they open their eyes and look at you and you just sort of freeze and think, if I don't do anything, maybe that didn't happen. What's your child's name? Uh, his name is Jack. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for the content. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. Jack, say bye bye. Say bye bye. <laughs> That gives you a good exa- example of what it is like working from home because you can visualize yeah. that. And we've all been there as well, haven't we? Where, you know, yeah, they, exactly. I need something and I need something now. And toddlers don't take no yeah. for an answer. Absolutely not. No, I've been on um, Zoom calls and I mean, Lego in our house at the moment is you can't beat it. And Ted will come up with like his pan full of Lego and he'll say, can you just build this for me, daddy? And I'm like, well, not right now. And, he's, and they won't take no for an answer. So no. I've been on Zoom calls building Lego <laughs> like, and then like handing it over without trying to like keep my eyes on the screen without them noticing. Uh, this one was Nicole and Nicole, we, we were asking Nicole about um, her mum because they've, they've obviously at this time they'd all gone in a bubble. So they're all living in the same house. And this is what Nicole noticed uh, about her mum whilst working from home. Hello, you right? I'm all right, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. So we're talking about working from home problems because a lot of the country, mm-hmm. obviously working from home. Um, so your problem isn't you, it's your mum? Yes, that's correct. In what way? <laughs> In the way that she goes 
home, gets home, does her work, turns the laptop on, watches the laptop and doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) So she's one of those then that loves working from home, but she's not actually working at home. Yes, she works for the council as well, so she's got a pretty important job. (laughs) I don't think you should be telling me this. (laughs) Well, you don't know what council she works for. That's a very good point. I don't. Um, Is she one of those where she goes, um, she opens the laptop, she puts her passcode in and goes, oh, do you know what, I'll go go and put the kettle on. I'll I'll come back to that in a second. Kettle, biscuits, chocolate, Netflix. Gives you a rough idea of what people are actually doing when they say they're working from home, and that yeah. is classic. I mean, I've got, I've got friends who say that they they log on because people because their companies can see when they've logged on. Like it's like a little timestamp when they've logged on. So they log on first thing in the morning, and every sort of twenty minutes, or so they'll just wiggle the mouse, and it just re- keeps it refreshed. Oh, they're still logged on. Like oh, they're still logged on. <laughs> and uh, like you can't see what they're doing. They're not doing anything, but they're probably cleaning house. I mean, it is very true when you're working from home. The tr- the problem is even the smallest tasks, like making a cup of tea, which you would do in the office anyway. Like no one's against making a cup of tea. You know couple of minutes but the problem is is that when you're standing in the kitchen and the kettle's boiling you then start doing the dishwasher and then you start wiping down the surfaces and then you notice <laughs> the the washing needs to come in out the garden and before you know it 45 minutes is gone and your cup of tea is still cold on the sides then you make another so do you know what i mean like the simplest of tasks which you would do in the office anyway they just take so long and that's exactly what nicole's mum was like she was like okay yeah. i've got the laptop open i've logged in okay i've i've, I've put my password in yeah I'm in work. Netflix. I'm a cup of tea. (laughs) Uh, And whilst I'm having a cup of tea, I'll just check out Netflix. Oh, my cup of tea's gone cold. I'll wiggle the mouse. I'll go back and make another cup of tea. That's yeah. That's this is what's happening with the country right now. Which is which is hard because the because I think there are a lot of people who probably genuinely do work hard at home who like the flexibility and the fact that they can go and do the school run and then come back and do a few more hours and stuff like that. And I think that if if we have more people doing jack shit instead of working from home actually we 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 want to encourage businesses to be more flexible and allow people to work from home a little bit more the other flip side of that actually is one of um one of my good friends he's um he's a dad he's got two kids he's working from home it's totally the opposite for him he's he's working even harder he's he's getting up at seven he's opening his laptop about eight o'clock and he's not closing it till sort of nine in the evening and then he's reopening it about 11 o'clock and sometimes working through to like like two in the morning and that is oh, that's wow. starting to cause a lot of problems in the family and that's you know that's yeah. an, an, another side where i think bosses think that you're not working as hard so they work you harder yeah yeah that is the danger as well when mm. you do start working well into the evenings and stuff okay covered what we got next anyway anyway yeah coming up we've got an- another question from um from Chris, who works on this show, uh, who is in the thick of twins, who is in the thick of having twins um, and sharing his... Sharing his challenges, the challenges Challenges. that he's facing. And this one is about hormones, his partner's hormones. Mm. So we're going to tackle that one sensitively after the break. Good luck. Welcome back to the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. It's JK and Al here. Uh, thank you for downloading, subscribing. Don't forget to rate, obviously. Um, so Chris, that usually works on this show, he's he's off at the moment. Is he on paternity leave? Is that right? Paternity leave. 
Yes. I always get that, that phrase. the correct That is the right term, term yeah. So, and um, it is. Chris, amazing, amazing, miracle twins. Chris yes. had twins. For, for some, um, you know, oh, just a joyous occasion. For others, would terrify them. Very grateful, obviously, you know, to, to, to have children, but it can be a challenge. But then you throw in the other things that revolve around having kids and yeah chris is constantly on our whatsapp group um just messaging what's the latest i know well this is the one he said he said my wife has gone nuts <coughs> the kind of arguments we have are about nothing at all they are screaming matches inconsolable crying one moment she's fine and the next she's mental <laughs> for the man we're not going through any of that we're just bystanders sure we're tired we're learning to be parents we're proactive we're protective of our children and trying to do our bit but we don't have the added layer of proper mental instability that women go through <laughs> the man is pretty much the whipping horse the woman goes nuts on the father he's the bastard the man who has to work out how to suck it up and support her while she's mad as a box of twats <laughs> <laughs> so so there you go i mean speaking from the heart there i like it i like it um and and interest and i i just thought we'd throw this open to dad's net just to see what the craziest thing that partners have done or you know part mums have done because of their hormones and um this is this is what came back so this is quite interesting ones um simon said that um his partner cried because greg's had no pizza slices <laughs> um, Lou says um, that she threw a whole McDonald's Fanta with ice over him. Harsh times. Um, uh, Andy says that she locked him in the garage during an argument and then forgot that she'd done it. <laughs> That's quality. <laughs> Mind you, That's I would brilliant. love to be locked in the garage. I could just, you know, twiddle with stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take a couple of hours in yeah, the garage. I would as well. Yeah, well, I've got a fridge full of beer in there as well. I'd be absolutely fine yeah. with that. This one, this was quite, this was quite a severe one. It's, it, I think it's, it's quite amusing, but there's an underlying thing of, Ooh, this oh, is no. quite bad. disclaimer. Uh, it's from Mark and it says, um, I don't presently have a partner, but the craziest thing my ex did was throw away seven years of marriage for having a three month affair, mostly in parking lots whilst carrying our second daughter confirmed. Um, Face. Sounds like it happened in America, parking lots. I mean, I, I it does. Yeah. 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 But it does sound quite sorry, extreme. Sorry to hear about that, Mark. Yes, yeah, not 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 easy. You know, hormones played a part somehow. No, I think there was a lot more to that one. Yeah, uh, Christopher says um, during our first, uh, she said she wanted a divorce because I put a mark on the carpet. <laughs> this time, she was in tears because the middle of some boiled eggs she was making was not quite done. Oh, and pregnant with the boy uh, after ten years of being veggie, she's now full on carnivore. Right, she's gone for it. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, How, how's a man supposed to cope with that? Veggie carnival? Oh dear. Um, anyway, on a, can I just go on? <clears throat> or, you know, on the side of um, the mother at the moment, I'm talking about mothers. I'm not talking about um, women who haven't just had children, because uh, I think that's a different case. So I think mothers sometimes need to have that release. There are hormones that are flying around left, right, and centre, um, and I kind of. I agree with it. I think we sometimes I genuinely believe that I am there for her to offload on. And I think that is part of our job as we go through having children. I, I completely agree. I mean, that's I mean, to a degree, that's what Chris has actually said when he was saying that mm. uh, men are just the whipping horse. Um, and yes, 
<laughs> well, we, did, we did not push a loaf of no, bread exactly. out, so, yeah. out of our penis. So yeah. I'm afraid that we're always going to have that, you know, th- that's going to be the underlying thing. So yeah, yeah. We got, we've just so, got to live with it. So would you advise this kind of response based on what you've just said, okay? Your partner is kicking off because there's no um, pizza slices in Greg's Mm. or there's a mark on the carpet or whatever it might be, okay? They're they're going in on you, okay? It's your fault. You're the bastard. Would you advise looking them in the eye and saying, and saying, I know this is just the hormones, darling. No, no, no. You're you're stupid. (laughs) You're stupid if you rely, if you if you reply with any word which involves hormones yeah. or or you or your you're a fool you're a dick yeah I mean you you have not you've not had enough girlfriends slash wives to 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 understand you do not go there no no why well, sometimes, sometimes what are you saying <laughs> have you? <laughs> Sometimes I'll come downstairs right in the evening and it's just been one of those days. I won't go into specifics, but it's just been one of those days where I can, I have certain empathy for uh, some of what we've just been discussing. And um, there you go. That's dip, dip, diplomacy for you. And, um, and I've come downstairs and I just say to myself, Oh, it's just the hormones. It's just the hormones. So you keep it under your breath. It's Believe me, personal. if there's if there's a hint of that and she hears that, that's even worse. Yeah, well, because yeah, you've true, said it, but you haven't quite said it. Yeah, but also, right? I'm 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 in the same camp as you, the same camp as Chris. Yes, let, I don't mind, you know, absorbing some of those hormones and some of that stuff. But at, at some point, do you think that it would be fair for? our partners to acknowledge that they have been a little unreasonable because of their hormones. Of course, there's a reason, but to acknowledge it and not necessarily apologize but no, for but it. They I'm do. asking for an apology. They do. What? Yeah, yeah, they do. You know that cup of tea that you get straight after that you didn't ask for? That's acknowledging no. it. You know, you, you, you know that. You know yeah, that, I do. I do. You know that cold bottle of soul with a with you know with a nice slice of lime in it that yeah. comes out. I don't know an hour later. That's that's acknowledging it. Yeah, but what I think would be nice is to say, is, is you know the, that blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't know that. <laughs> no, but what what my point what what would be nice is is something along the lines of I'm really sorry about yesterday. I know, I know, I was unreasonable, and I know it was the hormones. No, you know, you, know. you were right. You can't. Now that's put, what I want. No, but you can't. But you can't say I know it was the hormones because those said hormones. No, are I'm not saying that. The, are going to rise. No, I want. I want my. I want. I want Jen oh, to say that. No, I want Jen to no. say Al. Yesterday, I was just hormonal. I was unreasonable. No. You were right. I was wrong. Let's all move on. No, that's what I want. But you can just move on. You've just got to move on. Yeah, and I do. But I'm just saying along the way it would be nice like for example when we're wrong and i am wrong a lot right i I don't know about you but i am wrong i'm never wrong well when charlie's in the room go and get me a beer and put a slice of lime in it (laughs) (laughs) when i'm wrong i'm very happy to say oh yeah do you know what i really messed up then or that that, was yeah Yeah, sorry i was arguing i I was just just tired i was just grouchy you know i'm happy to say that (laughs) <laughs> who keeps calling you by the way <laughs> oh, it's a fucking broker oh is it get, he's trying to get me to buy shares in on the Nasdaq oh don't do this market. you've gone there haven't you no we'll come I, back I, I, we'll come back to that we'll yeah, come back to that what a nightmare so um, my yeah I, look this is this is what I think that 
you've just got to you've just got to go with it and in fact when we first started this section this conversation you said the word greg's i know that that a greg's vegan sausage roll can get me out of anything so if there's any sort of (laughs) hormonal problem i'll pop to greg's go and get a vegan sausage roll and everything in the world is good Amazing. You, I mean, you've got it. Sus. Also, just for the, just lastly, before we move on to some tech stuff, for Chris's benefit, how long does this last? Um, I, I would say until he's probably laid to rest in a coffin. <laughs> if I'm honest. Yeah, I mean, let's not sugarcoat it. No, no. <laughs> That's it now, Chris. Yeah, yeah. You just need to spend, you need to find yourself an outbuilding. That's how you cope now. And, yeah. and later on in life, you may be allowed to have separate beds. That's the only thing you've just got to wish for now. Yeah. Separate beds, um, a garage slash outbuilding, which is yours, and then your coffin. That, yeah. That's what you've got to look forward to. The other day we were having the conversation. I can't remember how it came up. It doesn't really matter. But we were talking about um, someone who like 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 cheating on the other the other person. And I looked at Jen and I just said, Jen, you've got nothing to worry about. There is no way in hell I a have the energy, b oh, but have you the would. patience, <laughs> have the patience to deal with another set of hormones. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like you're like dealing with you is bad enough. I don't need another set. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. Not dealing with. You you is bad enough dealing with yeah. you is a wonderful challenge see <laughs> oh i see yeah. it's just the way we frame see, it just it's all about the change of the word get, get a thesaurus yeah. all right yeah just... i mean it, it wasn't it wasn't the answers that she was looking for no. but no. it was still it was still uh, you know confirming that we're all good so <laughs> should we stop now just before we start getting ourselves in further trouble yeah, remember better, it's never better. it's never an argument it's a discussion all right you, you know you never yeah. get a bollocking it's just feedback all yeah. those sort of words <laughs> just remember that right and you are always wrong yeah what we do next? Um, you've got some new tech, haven't you? Oh, shit. Sh- yeah, don't tell your mum. Okay, so uh, the tech this week, I'm going to warn you, it's dull, but it's essential. All right? Okay. We're talking about um, we're talking about computer backups. I Look, I understand it's the dullest conversation in the world, but you, do you know the rule of three for the ultimate safety when it comes to backing yes. up your computer? What's right, the rule of three? Do you know what I feel like? I feel like I'm talking to my 70-year-old dad who used to be in charge of the IT department at the local grammar school. I know. Well, what, what is the rule of three when it comes to backups, Al? Come on. You, the rule of three is you back up on your device, you back up on a separate device, uh, as in like a, like a hard drive, and then you back up on a, in a different location. No. No. <laughs> kind of. So, you, you, first of all... to my dad. You won't, no, no, your dad is really <laughs> pissed at the minute, believe me. So, you back up on, uh, on a hard drive in your house. So, in your main house. So, you have a backup yeah. there. Your next backup is in the cloud. So, you have a backup in the cloud, okay? Yeah. And your third backup is on another computer in another premises. So, that could be a separate outbuilding or that could be your workplace or it could be someone else's house. That's the rule of three for the ultimate safety backup plan, apparently. So... Whose house is your... back? Are you backed up in? This one. <laughs> Just one? The studio. So I have one backup in the house, one backup... Because basically, it's, it's if your house goes up in flames, isn't it? So if that yeah, house I mean, goes up in flames over there, I've still got this backup here. It's far enough away from the house and I've got a cloud backup. So that's why you kind of do it. Okay. Yeah? 
Can you can you back up some of my stuff? I can back up some of your stuff. Yeah, as long as you make <laughs> sure the triple X stuff is at the other location and not <laughs> just you know. Uh, right. So because of this, we're talking um, the uh, the the W the Western Digital MyCloud EX2 Ultra, which is why I have, and it's one I've paid for. So this wasn't free. So just so you know, and this is what I genuinely have. I also have uh, another WD MyCloud Pro, which is the Pro version. However, and I have a Synology disk station, but we're going to go for the WD MyCloud uh, EX2 Ultra Black. Now, I'm going to give you cost first of all. If you want it diskless, 153 quid, thereabouts on Amazon. If you want four terabytes, 274 quid. If you want six terabytes, about 315 quid. If you want eight terabytes, 318 quid. Only up like hmm. two quid, which is weird. Um, so do, do you know much about these sort of these MyCloud ones? So you can access these anywhere. So via the sort of, um, if you go on online, so like a web interface, or they have an app on your phone as well. So have you, have you, have you ever experienced any of these? Have you used them? Uh, I have a hard drive. But not where you can access it from anywhere. Well, uh, Dropbox. Well, it's like, yeah, it's, it's your own version of yeah. Dropbox, basically. Yeah. That's what it is. I, I just, I only have Dropbox. Right, okay. So this thing, it's easy to set up. It's great if you have limited tech knowledge, Al. Um, out of the box, you have, if you buy the hard drive one, they're pre-installed, and it's set up to a RAID 1. Do you know what a RAID 1 is? Uh, no. A RAID 1 meaning if you had 6 terabytes of hard drive space, it actually would be 2, 3 terabytes. You halve it because they mirror each other. So, so if one hard drive buggers up, then you've still got the other one to play with. So it's a safety sort of mechanism. RAID 0 is where two disks are treated as one, so it would be 6 terabytes of complete storage. But if yeah. one hard drive fucks up, then you're screwed. So that's how it works. That makes sense. The main attraction of this one, I think the MyCloud uh, range, it's simple. The web interface is really, really good. Um, under the surface, uh, it's brilliant. The storage and setting menus are fantastic. Loads of customization. You can set up exactly how you like it as well. And managing users is good as well. So let's say you and Jen could have your own on there and you can have separate user profiles. So you can't really get into hers if you, unless you have a her password and she can't get into yours as well, which is really good. So it's quite secure. Right, so you can keep the, the certain subjects. Triple X. Multiple shop. family members or colleagues, okay? So if you want to give them access to the drive, you can. You can create sharing. It's really simple. Uh, there are buttons that denote the on-off for sharing and stuff. Really good interface. One annoyance, if you want to expand this NAS network attached storage with an additional standard, let's say, USB 3 drive, which you might have like a portable one or whatever, the USB port is at the back. It's not a deal breaker, but you have to faff around if you've stored the storage. Uh, it's got one gig of memory, means like you can do really smooth 4K Ultra HDs. We're talking, you know, 2160p, which is which is still good. Streaming is really fast. Backups are fast as well. And the box, like I said before, easily remote. You can do it remotely um, with limited router configuration so it's really really good the app's fantastic amazon give it 4.2 out of 5 with 1794 customer ratings mm. so the MyCloud ex2 ultra black is the one that i have but it's really really good it's really simple and it's just great i could access i can access it from anywhere you know when sometimes you say to me um Jay, have you done that video yet? Or have you sorted out that, that promo video that we're using for this week's Don't Tell Your Mum? And I go, I'll send it over now. 
Well, I'm getting it from my storage. Yeah, then downloading it to my phone and then forwarding it to you. Or I can send you a link. More aptly, more aptly when I say, oh, Jay, remember that video that we filmed three years ago? Have you still got it? And you're (laughs) like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, In the depths of my cloud. It's there somewhere. Yeah, it's there somewhere. So that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Yeah, go and check it out. There you go. Well, that brings us to the end of of the episode, mate. Mm, That is it. We are back uh, next week. Might be Tuesday. We released Tuesday last week. Honestly, the, the, the WhatsApps that me and Al were sending, we were freaked out. Who knows? But whenever it's out, make sure you listen. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share. Make sure you rate as well. And we'd love a review. Like, we really do love reading all the reviews. So please do uh, just leave us a few words uh, of feedback. Also, remind me next week to talk about the dog situation and remind me to talk about what happened to my friend Michael, who um, had a massive screw-up on a work Zoom call while working from home. I forgot to tell the story earlier, but it's really, really good. And I want to know if anyone else has done it as well. So we'll do that next week. I can't wait. We'll sound a bit more enthusiastic about it. I can't wait!